Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How the hell you doing? Tonight's podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Make your custom button design a reality. Do you have a project to promote? Do you have a small business that needs merch and marketing materials? Well kids, look no further. LoneStarButtons.com is the spot that's hot to trot. Lone Star Buttons can make your magnet... Your magnets? <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Lone Star Buttons can make your buttons in different sizes and shapes. They do magnets, mirrors, bottle openers, and they might have some surprises for you. You never know. To get in touch with Lone Star Buttons, you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you and you want to suck in his hairy tits. Oh, baby. Give me, give me. Do you want to take part in the show? Send us in some news stories or maybe some friend questions? Whatever you want to tell us, you can send us an email at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to hear about your solutions to the worldwide problems. Not that we can do anything about it, but, you know, it is what it is, am I right? That being said, coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio A in beautiful Pasadena, Texas, it's the Revenge of the World podcast with your hosts, Gabe, Google Me Dieter, and bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to episode 132 of Revenge of the World Podcast. I'm your host Gabe, that dude Dieter, and I'm sitting here with bitchin' Brendan Birch. Hey, you're putting a little stank on it there. That's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in hot. Coming in hot. That's good. That's, that's, that's one of us. That's a little, uh, little bit of caffeine into these virgin veins. And I, I probably should have had some of that myself. I'll split this with you. I'm, I'm struggling today, man. Struggling. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got into it last night, huh? Uh, actually, not really. That's the thing. I'm just, I'm, I'm getting older, You're man. You're just old as shit. Yeah, as a matter of fact. just beat down. <laughs> tomorrow is my birthday. Happy pre-birthday. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we were just, just going out and just have a drink, you know? Nothing, nothing super big. No, no big plans. Just meeting up with a friend, having a drink. No sugar shits, no, uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> nothing crazy. No, nothing crazy. I mean, you know, and I, I drank completely responsibly. Uh, we went out to a diner, had something to eat, and then, you know, headed home. Felt okay. Took, took aspirin, drank some water before I went to bed. Did oh my god! Completely responsibly. Completely by like, the book. Like this is like yeah, complete responsible drinking. And I woke up this morning. I felt okay. I went and got coffee. Uh, cleaned my house. Uh, we went out and had lunch. Felt okay. Went to you know plant nursery. Kind of just doing some Sunday normal. You know, couple relaxation yeah. about town. Relaxing adult com- like you know things that you that couples do. And you know we got back in the car and all of a sudden. I just feel like I got hit by a train, man. Like, yeah. I, I know, like you got a little too relaxed. I was just like sweating booze. I only had a couple of beers. Like, wow. Just complete. Like felt like gar. It felt like I had been up on peyote for days. All the drunken nights <laughs> hit you at once. Yeah, it's like like my entire drinking career just decided to rear its ugly head all at once. Wow. And man, I, I'm just feeling like garbage right now. That's amazing. Um. Yeah. So that's it's 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 kind of rough. Oh man. So let's see what, what what else has happened since the last time we talked. Uh, I saw Halloween. Yeah, you've uh, you've expressed your disdain online. Oh my god, that movie is terrible. Really? It is absolutely awful. Like Jamie Lee Curtis was good in it's it. It's gotten a lot of good reviews. It has. I'm it's just good. gonna throw that. It's out there gotten a lot of good reviews. I don't know what movie those people saw. Yeah. It was. It's garbage. Like there are things that happen in this movie, like characters are given like backstories like there's one in like you know what fuck it i'm gonna spoil halloween oh here shit. we go i'm just Spoiler gonna do it. alert there's a boyfriend that's introduced okay uh he's he comes from a troubled background his dad was kind of a hellraiser and you know he's kind of a bad kid but you know this generation of that family you know he's the kid and he's kind of doing good in school and trying to get his shit together and you know he's given this whole backstory right the entire reason that he's even established is just so he can be the person that destroys the girl's cell phone. That's the only reason he's in the movie. He's given this whole story, and he's like, 
you know, built up as this character that's going to be in the movie. And about a third of the way through the, well, probably about a halfway through the movie, he destroys the girl's <laughs> cell phone. We never see him again. Damn. So he survived? Yeah, he's not even involved. After after they get they get into an I argument, I smell at a, a dance. sequel. Well, <laughs> I smell a spinoff, TV spinoff. Yeah, they they do the sequel about the boyfriend that has a backstory for some reason. But yeah, like he he they get into an argument at this school dance. He throws her phone into a punch bowl into what looks like pudding, and we never see him again. Hmm. And it's just like, why would you establish this character? Well, they do it again at the beginning of the movie. There's these two like true crime podcaster characters. They're like introduced. They're the people that you see in the trailer. Going a heavy set one and a thinner, thinner one. Uh, it's a man and a woman. It's, oh, yeah. Is the woman heavy set? No, no. Damn. It's, it's, okay. It's, it's, it's they're not. They're not really. They're not real podcasts. They don't have the dynamic that yeah, we do. <laughs> they don't have the. They don't. They don't have the dynamic that most podcasts have. Oh, right. You know? And these characters are established. And they're like given. It makes it seem. Are like they wearing beanies? They're not wearing beanies. No, okay. which is weird. Yeah, podcast glasses at least. Uh, I think one of them might have glasses. I don't remember. All right. But these characters are established for one reason and one reason only, and that's just to make sure that Michael Myers gets his mask. Hmm. Like they're 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 introduced at the beginning of the movie. They're in the trailer. You think they're going to be a part of the story, and they're going to be like kind of pulling off the Doctor Loomis role and maybe chasing him down. They die like instantly. Wow. The only reason they're in the movie is just so that we can get the slow motion shot of Michael Myers putting on his mask that they apparently had for some reason. Hmm. Like, th- doesn't it ever? Maybe they that? wanted him to sign it. <laughs> well, they were they were trying to like trigger him and make him like respond because they were like interviewing everybody involved and you know they go and interview uh you know Laurie Strode and they go back to Haddonfield and kind of drive around and they're trying to just do it like a true like a kind of like a making a murder type of just thing, just catching you up on what's yeah. been going on. Because like you know in, in this movie like none of the other sequels happen. It's just like Halloween one and this movie. Was it worth doing away with the others for this movie? No, there there are other movies that are better in the series. Wow, the original Halloween two is better than this movie. You know, like Halloween three is better than this movie. <laughs> wow, and like H two O. Uh, you know what? I I don't hate H two O. I don't hmm. love it, but I don't hate it. Okay, but like, so she didn't have that experience, even though she was playing the same character. No, she just had the original movie, and then you know she's like a crazy person. That's like, you know, becomes like kind of a prepper and Mm -hmm. she turns her house into, you know, a home alone dungeon. Yeah. And that full of shotguns and fire. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just and there's a the the, the guy that is the character that replaces Dr. Loomis, like two thirds of the way through the movie, just suddenly commits a murder. What? (laughs) Yeah. Like there's crazy people everywhere. And we'll get to that. But he commits a murder for no. He has a weapon that's like, you know. A hidden weapon that he can use, like, for a premeditated murder that happens on accident. And, like, it's just, it's so poorly constructed. Does he blame it on Mike? No, no, no. He's trying to get Michael Myers to go back to Lori's house so that they can fight and he can figure out what motivates him. It's What? It's so dumb. Oh, my God. Like, it sounds dumb. And th- there are, like, there's, like, laughable lines of dialogue in this movie. Like, at one point, the doctor, like... Everybody out is out in the town or whatever, and they're you know trying to get they're all trick or treating or whatever. And the doctor shows me he's like, "Go in your house, lock your doors." I'm a doctor. That's his reasoning for telling everyone to go into their houses. Did Ang Lee direct this? <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like anyone was in charge. Wow. Yeah, it, it's like it's, it's terrible. It is a terrible, terrible movie. Wow. And if you liked it, you're dumb. You weren't paying oh, attention. Shit. You were dumb. Shots fired. No, there's there's no way that a smart person could like that's like following just a through line of a story could be like, yeah, that satisfied all of my questions. Mm. <laughs> and then the ending is just Alien Three. What? You remember in Alien Three whenever they're like running through the air ducts and they're just gonna like try to trap it by like shutting all the doors and like yeah. it's exactly that oh, mixed with man. Home Alone. Okay. She has like all these like sh- these like shutter doors. I've heard you- enough. I have to see this. <laughs> it's 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 awful. It is Alien Three. I hated Alien Three, by the way. I loved Alien Three. I hated it. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that's what I was thinking when I was watching. I was like, "Is this this is Alien 3. <laughs> and then you know, it's just I was so disappointed. I, it it hurt my heart. Like I, I was so sad when I walked out of that movie, man. I, I was I was sad for days. I'm, I'm still kind of sad. That. I'm sorry to hear that. But luckily, lots of other people liked it. <laughs> well, but seeing it, the I, I haven't seen it, but it sounds like sounds like garbage by the way you're describing it i mean i don't know what people are liking about it there's nothing to like about it can we talk about a movie we both agree on sure we've both seen let's do it that we're both very excited about because they're both in the universe wait what am i talking about uh i saw mandy yeah 
Yes. I, I bought Mandy. Yeah. I sat on it for a week and then I watched it. That's probably the best way to do it after Holy like, shit. how I talked about it. Uh, this is a movie. It's on Shudder now, by the way. Yeah. I, saw um, um, I have not been affected by a movie like this in a very long time. Yeah. To where I watch it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. From beginning to end, I understood where why things were done the way they were. Mm-hmm. And I completely got it. I loved it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. And then continued to enjoy it days after I saw it. Exactly. That's how I felt about it, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. I would I would be in the shower, showering up for work, mm-hmm. and I'd call Jess in. Hey, remember when? <laughs> She'd be like, geez, you really like that movie. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Changed my life. I want to be a berserker now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like... It's 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 different from anything I've seen like in a long time, you know. Yeah. Like I I don't know much that I could really compare it to. It's well, it, it did take elements uh, from things that were done previously, but yeah, the things it took from this movie did it better, I think. Yeah. And uh, I just really enjoyed it. Like his motive for, I mean, God, it showed these two people in love. Yeah. Like they loved each other. They were companionship for each other, and then. I don't want to spoil it because it's a really, really good movie yeah. and everybody should should check it out. But damn, this this guy's fucking heart burned for this lady. Yeah, and he went to hell and back, you yeah. know, to get revenge. And uh, it was just really cool. Like yeah. every, the way it was done was badass. I need to see it again because mm-hmm. I might be blowing smoke up my own ass, but I don't think so. I watched it twice and I still I like I liked it just as much the second time. That's cool. Yeah, I, I'm into it, man. It reminds me, of, it's like a throwback to uh, when you can make a cheap adventure movie with a great director. Yeah. You know? And, like, you could tell there was, like, passion put into it. Right. Um, I don't know. It's just really cool. Yeah. Reminded me of, like, uh, what's his name? The guy Lord of the Rings. Peter uh, Jackson. Peter Jackson's earlier stuff, the way he would do stuff on the cheap. Right. But make it really awesome yeah, he with just, his creativity. He just knew how know? to make it work. Like, he, he could stretch a dollar, you know? Yeah. And if it didn't look if it didn't look great, you know, mm-hmm. he had to suspend your disbelief. Right. That was his challenge for making something so cheap. Which, by the way, they're about to do uh, 4K Blu-rays of all those movies. Oh, really? Yeah, they're going to do Meet the Feebles and Weird. Dead Alive and everything. Yeah. It's wow. Cool. I haven't seen Meet the Feebles in forever. Yeah, I haven't seen it probably 15 years. It'll probably gross me out now, but I loved yeah. it when it was, when it first came out on VHS. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, I saw 211. <laughs> what is 211? It's a low-budget Netflix movie starring Nicolas Cage. And I watched that before I saw Mandy. Really? Yeah, it was fun, man. Uh, it was just like a Canadian low-budget adventure drama. Well, I mean, that's what Mandy is. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but I, this is like a bad... This is a B-movie Like yeah. that was... I mean, it was written like it would be... A good movie okay. in the theaters, but didn't make it that far. Right. <clears throat> it was good, but it was borderline terrible because mm-hmm. everything was done on the cheap, and you know there was no there was no fantasy about it. It was just I think it's based on a true story, even about uh, this is going to sound so stupid uh, a group of mercenaries <laughs> that turned into bank robbers because they were uh, they weren't paid for a job, so they decided to rob money that was owed them from this specific bank wow it was really stupid yeah like they could have robbed any bank with their set of skills supposedly but yeah they failed they got killed hmm. end of story i don't know yeah. it was real canadian <laughs> remember seen- forever night <laughs> oh okay wow yikes yeah. have, did you ever see uh mom and dad no but my friend was gonna watch that this weekend yeah that's a I mean, that, that's another kind of late career Nicolas Cage freakout performance. It's pretty good. He needs to look for those roles. Yeah. He, even though he's older now, he can still pull that off. He can. And and he does really well in Mom and Dad. Like when he's 70, it's going to be a little tough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I want to see I want to see Mom and Dad. It's it's a lot of fun. It's on uh Hulu, I think. Really? Yeah. We have uh I have Hulu. Yeah, yeah it, it's just uh, you know, like for some reason, like, you know, these kids, like, their parents just, like, flip a switch one day. And yeah. they just start trying to kill them. That's all the movie is. They're, like, homicidal maniacs. Yeah, they just, they just become homicidal. And it's people trying to kill their children. Yeah. 
And like Lance Hendrickson is in it as well. Oh, really? Yeah, and he he brings a pretty crazy performance too. Oh, uh, okay. It's, yeah, I'd it's, watch that. It's a lot of fun, man. I might watch that tonight. I, Fuck it. I think you'll you might enjoy it. It's, okay, cool. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's just wacko left field Nicolas Cage. Like to like him, man. Uh, he's done a lot of uh, Netflix movies, or I don't know if Netflix made him, but they carry a bunch of his movies. His mm-hmm. like B style movies. Yeah. And most of them are him being very calm until the very end where he has to make a decision and he <laughs> calmly makes it. There is no flip out Nick wow. Cage. So those movies, although they're good, they don't they don't stand out. And when I look at his IMDB, I've seen like the majority of these B movies and they're they're decent movies. Yeah. So, you know, when I watched Mandy, I was thinking, Where where's the bullshit movies that, you know, make this movie stand out there aren't any yeah and there might be a couple but like 211 was you know borderline bad okay because of the production value and just yeah. stuff was distracting uh but his his performance was are always uh pretty solid yeah welcome to the nick cage episode of revenge of the world <laughs> formerly the science episode yeah we'll do that next week or something yeah we got a lot to talk about on that front man yeah some uh, scary shit happening like always <laughs> The world's a scary place right now. <laughs> it is, but it's also very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I, I can't. Okay, we'll we'll get into it yeah. on tenfold tirade. But there's there's technology out there that's being used in its infancy to exonerate or convict people of crimes, hmm. and we'll get into that at the end of the show. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to do some news? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. Okay, so you're uh, taking point on these. All right, right yeah. So uh, <laughs> let's see. Anthony Weiner is going to be released from prison early for good behavior. Uh yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, so. Let's see. It seemed like he just went to jail. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, in May, it was May of 2017. That's whenever he pleaded, uh, pled guilty to one charge of transferring obscene material to a minor. Uh, I Probably guess he, sent a dick pic. Yeah, he sent a dick pic to a. But it was uh, just the shaft to a 15 year old. Yeah, no good. Like, no bueno. Yeah, he sent in photos from uh, January to March 2016. Uh, let's see. So I guess he went to pre- like prison right after that, um, and he was sentenced to 21 months and reported to prison November 6th, and I guess uh, he would have been released in August of 2019, but now he's going out uh, in May. So they really just bumped it back a couple months. It's so crazy, man. You can send obscene material to a teen yeah, and just pretty much get a slap on the wrist. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really kind of disturbing, you know? He's pretty connected, though, you know? Or he was. Yeah. I'm sure he's still... Dude, all you have to do is have dirt on someone more powerful than you, and they'll help you, you know? Yeah. That's the way shit goes. I guess so. I don't know, man. Uh, what was it? Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. Yeah. How do you only get 21 months for that? For, like, sending a picture of your dick to a child? Yeah. I don't fucking know, man. I mean, and, like, repeatedly, too, you know? Like, over the course of several months. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like, oops, I accidentally sent this to somebody, to the wrong person. This is clearly a concerted effort <laughs> well in conspiracy circles okay he's got something on podesta and and hillary from the whole email scandal i don't know uh, believe uh, it or not i mean yeah you don't just i mean if he was a regular person he'd be thrown under the jail and he wouldn't see the light of day for years you know mm. is he gonna be uh, a sex offender oh yeah I, would, I mean i would think so I would think, yeah, but he's not a normal person. He's in the fucking spotlight for... Yeah, I really don't know if he was... I'm sure he's going to be required to register, right? I mean, let's see. Yeah, there's, there's nothing about that here in the story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if anybody knows, you know, shoot us an email. We'd be interested to find that out. Yeah. Anthony, what else we got? What an unfortunate name, too. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Weiner. And, and having that be your problem, too, you know? Yeah, I mean, like Dick. I suppose he was teased about it. Yeah. Apparently, he's uh, you know, blessed. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, he was teased about it really bad. Yeah. 
but that doesn't excuse any no. behavior. No, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, okay. Moving on. So Pope Francis says oh. getting an abortion is like hiring, hiring a, hitman. a hitman. Thanks, Pope Francis. I thought he was the cool pope. He's the cooler pope, that's for sure. But <laughs> fuck. Yeah, hiring a hitman. I don't know, man. It's it's it's, it's still a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I don't know, man. Still I, a doctor? What do you mean? I mean, and it just it, it doesn't. I I can't wrap my head around like why people can't separate that as being a medical procedure as opposed to you know a murder. You know what I mean? Um, I'm I can certainly see the other side of it being. Why do you think murder is a, just a medical procedure? <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, my thoughts are, you know, it's up it's up to the person doing the, the murdering. But, um, <laughs> the murdering. you know, who am I to say what, what you should and shouldn't do? The law is the law, you know? I think, if it's okay, it's okay. I think the law is uh, law and your religion is your religion. Yeah, you know? moral judgment should be put aside and, uh, yeah. you know. It's the law of the land, so that's yeah. your right to do it or not do it. It's just, and, and, the, and any legislation that's like, you know, against people getting this particular medical procedure is solely based on religious grounds. And that's supposed to be, you know, complete separation of church mm, and state. That's supposed to be. I don't think that's necessarily the truth. Uh, I'm sure there's morally well, argument okay. there who, for people that are against it. Who do you see that has a sign outside of a clinic? Oh, it's always religious. Yeah. I mean... More often than not, you know, it's yeah. like that's that's the whole that that's that tends to be the con argument, you know. Mm -hmm. And but you see, in a lot of cases, women that do have it always struggle with the choice whether to do it or not. Right. That's the moral argument of it. Right. And they, you know, whether they choose to or not, you know. Right, and that that's up to the individual. It is know? what it is. That's up to the individual. <laughs> none of yeah. my business. Yeah. Because I'm not a religious person, and. Someone else's morality is their own, yeah. and, and you're I'd... certainly not a moral person. Oh, fuck you, Brennan. <laughs> uh, so you know, I don't think I don't think it's right for anyone to put their morality on anyone else. Yeah, uh, unless you know you break the law. Yeah, and that's that's what the law's for. Then again, the law's just your morality, man. <laughs> it's like whatever. It's just written down on a piece of paper, yeah. signed by rich old men. <laughs> uh. Who was that? <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. It was, it was kind of Snake Plissken-y of you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of Snake Plissken meets uh, Marion Cobretti. <laughs> um, that's Cobra, by the way. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Hiring a hitman sounds too cool to be talked about in abortion conversation. Yeah, especially by the Pope. Yeah. Who's he to say? He's like, like the Catholic Church hasn't hired hitmen to kill people. Right. <laughs> or helped people that have killed people. Right. <laughs> your mama gonna be mad at you. Um, <laughs> what? Your mama? I said oh, your God. mama gonna I be mad. I thought you said you. Obama. Obama gonna be mad. Obama gonna be mad at you. It's like damn. Uh, Him too. So we're gonna talk about the yeah, bombs. Let's, yeah. let's let's just get into the, the bombs. elephant in the room. Okay. You followed this way closer. It, it's so funny, man. Because you know, have I have I told have I talked about? I'm losing my job soon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You talked about that. Well, I'm slammed at work. Like I don't have time to fucking do any research. I'm I'm barely limping along this episode, and like <clears throat> I'm up to my ears and and shit to do trying to wrap this thing up by December, the end of December. And uh, you start texting me. You yeah. found a bomb. Blah blah blah. I'm like, oh shit, really? That's crazy. And then you text me. <laughs> one name every like couple hours yeah and then the next day you continue the, to uh send me names i'm like oh shit this is like a major thing yeah it was nuts like okay at, at first okay like you know at, at my job it's kind of like the opposite right now right now everything is kind of going pretty good mm -hmm. not like all my stuff that is, is working fine so like I've, ha I've had a lot of downtime so you know i go in the break room and just kind of you know hang out for a little bit and you know just watch the news for some it's, it's always on either fox news or cnn you know because depending on who got to the tv first yeah and uh and just started seeing okay yeah they found a bomb at uh george soros's house it's like whoa you can just get a bomb to george soros's out i mean because like they showed they were showing pictures of the mailbox and it's just like right on the street yeah like which shocked me that's not its house <laughs> It probably is. But I mean, it's it's his house. I mean, they, it's, it's just weird. It's just weird that like he takes his mail at home, like especially being kind of like who he is and knowing what people, what certain people of certain you know 
political leanings think of him. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it was kind of. He's a war, Nazi war criminal, apparently, <laughs> even though he's Jewish. Yeah. He, but he did a, help the Nazis. Yeah. Technically. I don't, I don't know. But he's not, he's not ashamed of it, but he's not proud of it, it seems. Yeah, yeah there were. Anyway. There, yeah. There, there's also a lot of fake photos of him dressed up in a SS uniform as a young man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which that's going to come back later. Trust me. Yeah. Oh, I'm no, sure. No, I mean later in the show. We'll see. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm just like watching this happen. And then like all of a sudden they're like, like, like the next day they were Let's like, name some of the people that, that have okay. gotten these. So first, the first guy was George Soros. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Clintons got a bomb. Bill and Hillary. Yeah. The Obamas. They shared a bomb. Yeah. The Obamas shared a bomb as well. Yeah. Uh uh eric uh eric holder eric holder got yeah. one uh actually i think there were supposed to be two but one of them was misaddressed yeah uh and it got sent back and now here's kind of the kicker the return address on all these bombs is debbie wasserman schultz <laughs> so her bomb so like she got a bomb and i did, i think one of the eric holder bombs had was returned back to her yeah so she got two i, I think she got two wow i think that's how it worked lucky out. lucky debbie joe biden got one uh, Kamala Harris got one. Uh, Maxine Waters got one, and then uh, John Brennan, uh, who's a consultant for uh, CNN now, like he's the mm-hmm. former CIA director that was ousted. Smart, smart. To send one to the CIA director. Yeah, but they sent it to the uh, the Time Warner building where CNN New York operates, and it was addressed to him. Mm-hmm. So I saw that live. Uh, whenever, like you, you could see on the air whenever it switched over, like to a different, like they switched over from the New York to the DC bureau because, like they were getting cleared out for a bomb threat. Right. And then like, they went over to like all these people like out in the street, you know, can, they were like using their phones and like making reports and stuff like that. And it was kind of crazy to watch it all <clears throat> go down live. So let's, uh, let's talk about our theories. Okay. Before, before the guy was caught. Okay. Before the guy was caught, you know, I was thinking, okay, this stinks, you know, two weeks out from, you know, the, the midterms and, you know, something's up, you know, yeah. I, and at first I was thinking, you know, false flag. Right. But just as more and more stuff started coming out about the guy, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, before he was caught, I was like, did Bernie get one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Which apparently this was this was a, a theory already that it was a Bernie bro. Yeah. That, that was uh well, well I mean you, whenever pissed you, off. When, yeah, whenever you look at who got them, it's all like establishment establishment uh, you know, Democrats. Yeah. So pro corporate yeah. Uh, and Debbie business Was- as usual. Yeah, and and Debbie Wasserman Schultz getting one. Yeah, after the whole thing with you know the primaries, that looked to me like okay, something something's being set up here. My mm-hmm. my initial theory was you know they were going to make it look like a right wing extremist, and then you know if that didn't take, they were going to find some Bernie bro and put it off. On. Well, I was told by my right wing right wing extremist friend that they were going to catch a guy that had uh, a MAGA hat on with his uh uh pro right wing bumper stickers all over his van and like yeah uh and he was like just watch wait and see he's also a conspiracy theory yeah. guy so um those are the theories running around right and uh then what happens so then they find uh what's his name carlos Stu- <clears throat> let, me, let me pull up his name the maga bomber was his nickname given yeah. to him i was i was actually trying to to think of a nickname we could start when all this happened and we came or i i just said freedom bomber yeah but uh yeah so, maga bomber is yeah. so so better maga so bomber is pretty better. solid yeah the guy uh caesar syoc i guess that's how you pronounce it he's a white dude looks like he's like eastern european or something but yeah he's like a bodybuilder and like a stripper he was a dj at a strip club what yeah he was a dj at a see i i don't know anything about his background and he's like a apparently like i guess like the people that he worked with like said oh yeah he's very much like a white nationalist <laughs> like Whoa, like really? he, he was very racist oh and, wow yeah okay and yeah and then and, you know the the picture of the van comes out and obviously it's covered in those stickers and it was a van it was a van holy shit he, he was living out of his van he, he was living with his mom for a while and she kicked him out so he's he was living out of his van really yeah wow what a loser yeah he's he's lived in a van down by the river basically yeah wow from florida you know but yeah, the the MAGA hat pictures did surface mm-hmm. uh, of like him at, at a rally. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's it it looks it it looks like a really bad false flag. But at the same time, like the mistakes that were made are really bad. You know what I told uh, my friend was if it was if it lacked the engineering for it to explode, is it a bomb? If I'm a lawyer, that's what I would ask. 
Well, I think what's the definition of a bomb? I think intention matters, you know? Even if you're even if you're incompetent, even if I'm a bad shot, if I fire a shot at the president, I still try to kill the president, you know? Yeah, but there's 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 a a thing with lethal force where these things are completely inoperable. They lack lethal force. I mean, are are even the right components there? Can can these even go off? Well, that's actually really interesting that you bring that up because because the FBI just exploded them. Well, they just detonated them. Yeah, I, I which work- means they were okay. an explosive was added to it yeah. to make it blow up. Well, there's a guy that that I work with. Uh, he's an electronics expert. He went to school 38 years ago, and he he's the guy is like an encyclopedia of like electronics, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was looking at the pictures of these bombs, going, "How does he expect this to work?" Right. You know, because I mean, like, I mean, it it looked like he'd watched a TV show and saw what a bomb looked like and made something that looked like a bomb. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering. Like, are they gonna treat this like a an actual threat? Well, I mean, he still sent you know combustible materials, like things that could kill people. They were combustible. Yeah, they, they, they were. The components of a bomb were there. So. It was my understanding that when you opened it, there was a rolled-up constitution inside. Uh, I, I never heard that angle. I, I heard there, there was only... It's because I just made it a okay, see. golden fucking globe. <laughs> well, here's the thing. like there, there was one package that went to Joe Biden that uh-huh. had some literature with it, but like nobody's talking about that. Like I haven't heard anything about that. Like I, I heard about that like right whenever everything happened, and then that just sort of went away. So I don't know if he had a manifesto or what. Hmm. But... Oh no, man! This thing's. But I mean, it's it's too amateurish to be a false flag. I think like everything about it, like you know, the one of the one. Well, he sent two bombs to Joe Biden. One of them didn't make it because of insufficient postage. Mm-hmm. You know. And what's the thing with the the postage stamps that weren't like marked by the post office? That I don't know. Like um, like typically, like whenever I worked for the post office, like they would uh, they would send the packages through, and then they would you know spray over like a stamp so that you couldn't reuse it. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, in, any, in some of the photos that I've seen, you know, I mean, you can't really tell. They're just, you know. Sprayed over a stamp. Yeah, there, there's like this, like, it's like a spray, like, that they put over the stamps that you can, that makes it so you can't reuse the stamp, like it marks it, sort of. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I I've know. just seen, like, the ink stamp on it. What ink stamp? An ink stamp over the postage stamp. Yeah. That says it's been used. Yeah. <clears throat> we used to have a uh, receptionist that would take uh, tweezers mm. and pull the unused, the unmarked stamps up. Yeah. For reuse. Wow. Yeah. Cheapskate. Pretty chintzy, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the finger, there was a fingerprint that was found. That's how they ended up finding the guy. And he had a record for uh, terroristic threats from like 2002. They and found a fingerprint? They found a fingerprint. That's sloppy. Yeah, it's like, it's, it, it just seems like more incompetence than, you know, treachery. Yeah, it seemed like he wanted to make a mock bomb and send it to people. What, I mean, that's that's a that's a terroristic threat. But that's not intent to kill, you know. To me, yeah. I mean that. I mean that's the way I see it. But I'm not a fucking lawyer. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting watching close. how that plays out, though. I mean, I got an associate's degree from a <laughs> for-profit art school. <laughs> for-profit art school, yeah. Basically. Same. <laughs> yeah. So too bad they're going under. I should have got my bachelor's. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Oh God, where else? is that? The, is that the end of the story? That's not. I, I mean, don't think he's in captivity right now and. I don't know. You just... pay 50 cents to go throw rotten oranges at him. Yeah. <laughs> He's in captivity. <laughs> He's in the gorilla cage at the yeah. New York Zoo. They do a show every day at noon where he does a geek act, bites the head off a chicken. Masturbates and throws poop at people. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so uh, do you want to do this uh, this uh, Las Vegas shooting stuff? Um, We can, yeah. Okay, let's go. You you got to take the lead on this. Me take the lead? Yeah. Well, the new thing that's out is a uh, a police report was released and it basically toes the 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 line on on what they said before. Like it's a complete incomplete uh investigation and they're going with he's a a lone suspect with no motive and that's the end of the story. Yeah. But there are investigators out there that have uncovered a lot of stuff that the police won't follow up on. So it just screams conspiracy, which is going to feed and feed and feed all these other uh, theories. Okay. What do you got? Well, I got some questions about your source. Really? Yeah. Because what was my, what was my source? It was uh, from a OAN. Uh, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that 
Okay, let me explain that. I know I know what you're talking about. Explain it, but I, I got other stuff. Go ahead. Well, that guy's like, I mean, I can't trust anything from that source, but he was, wasn't he uh, gathering those sources from third parties or something like that? Well, I don't, I don't 100% remember the video. Yeah, I mean, I, I... But I remember thinking like, eh, this guy's like, you know, he's right-wing guy, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know if that necessarily discredits what he's saying. Um, because he he used uh, an ex CIA guy, right? Yes. Okay. And I, I okay. want to talk about that ex CIA guy. Okay. Cool. Okay. That ex CIA guy, uh, pencil pusher. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have I don't have his name in front of me. But whenever all the stuff was going down with the MAGA bomber, he was on Fox News saying it was a false flag. No shit. Yeah. He was like, like he like he, he was doing like this weird like FaceTime at a bad angle. Like you see his <clears> chin, it was really bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he's. He's this ex-CIA operative that's like uh, that's running this organization called uh, something about what's the name of it? Hold on, let me. I'm gonna pull this video real quick. Well, while while you're doing that, the thing about false flags is almost anything can look like a false flag. Yeah. Uh, mostly because of the timing. I mean, if we can look into this uh, this uh, caravan of people that are migrating across Mexico right now. Okay. Uh, thousand thousand miles from our our southern border and people are calling that a false flag because it just looks like one you know somebody's funding it for political reasons and uh you know forcing the president to do something about it before the uh the election yeah the midterms it does look like a false flag and the bombing looks looked like a false flag because of the timing of it and that no one was being killed yeah um so i understand where that's coming from but you know if it's not a false flag, I believe that too. But I'm sorry, I, I can't find this guy's name. Like it's okay. not in the video. But uh, this guy, he's he started this like organization that's like basically you know calling for transparency in the CIA. I think he's got like a book to sell. I think he's just he's just a scumbag. I think he's an ex CIA scumbag that's just like trying to make a career in conspiracy. I don't trust him. Uh, that's completely possible because I you know being in the UFO community, not well. I can't. Well, I can't say that. Um, there, it's an, it's a micro industry. Yeah. There's kooks that buy books, Yeah, you know, and, uh, people still buy JFK books, Yeah, you know, it's not, it's not out of the, uh, realm of possibility that this guy is just I mean, trying to sell, make some money. I, th- you know? I, th- I think he's looking for that Alex Jones dollar. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 I, I don't, I don't trust this guy as a source. So, I mean, I, I've got, Hey man, there's all kinds of people that worked in the CIA from, you know, People that did little to nothing to people that did some extraordinarily uh, good and bad things. So, but it's a big, it's a, it's a big organization. But you know? do you trust any of them? The CIA? Yeah. No, I don't trust cops either. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I mean, I, I, this guy is, I don't know. I, but I mean, that's my default position because I don't want to take any chances. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Everything about this dude is there, there's something up. This guy is he's, he's got a book. He's got a web. He's got to have something. He's gonna be selling like you know apocalypse kits in six months. Hey man, if you want to take the uh, if you want to be a conspiracy theorist and do some research on this guy, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to bring something in next time we talk. because yeah. I'm interested in this guy. Yeah, see what he's up to. All right, it's not that it's not that hard to figure out someone's motives. Yeah, um, he, he just seems like he's you know he's XTIA. Let's make some money. But. Yeah, for sure. And I just think it's really interesting that like right wing conspiracy people would trust an ex CIA guy, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Well, they've been co opted. Uh, right wing conspiracy people shouldn't be talking directly to the president. Talking to <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. That's a very good point. Um, yeah, where do you go from there? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you want to do some murder and mayhem? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so uh, this is a story that you sent to me. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah. It's, well, and I started reading through it, and I was like, oh, man, this is pretty terrible. So I started doing a little bit of research on my own, and I found out that it's actually way more terrible than we initially thought. Oh, thank you, Brennan. You just turboed something yeah. already awful. Okay, so uh, a couple weeks ago in Detroit, there was a funeral home called uh, the Cantrell Funeral Home. And like, it had been shuttered for a long time. The reason they shut it down was because apparently some of the corpses had mold on them and like the, the the you know the whoever is responsible for you know 
governing funeral services and all that, they kind of pulled the plug on them and said, hey, you can't run this operation anymore. Well, they got an anonymous letter and said, hey, you guys need to go back in and investigate this place. Something really messed up is going on. And they go in and they start looking around this abandoned funeral home and they find the corpses of 11 infants, like in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. That are just like in various states of decay. Um, some of them have been there since like uh, 2009. Like they've been, they were in boxes, they were in somewhere in caskets, somewhere in bags, just rotting dead babies, mm-hmm. which is horrible, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently this isn't the first time this has happened. Uh, what? Yeah. There's another funeral home uh, called the Perry Funeral Home, completely unrelated in Detroit. And now the body count is up to 63. Oh, no. Yeah. So, like, uh, after, like, I guess, like, after the, uh, they, you know, they did this raid and, you know, the stuff got out to the media, there was another family that had a, uh, they had a kid that had died, you know, shortly after birth. And they uh, got with the police. They, t- they talked to their lawyer and uh, they're like, hey, you know, you need to go in and maybe just look at this other place as well. And they ended up finding just a bunch of like infant corpses, like and like not refrigerated and just in boxes, like things that they thought like kids that they thought were, you know, buried. Like they, they, they applied for the death certificates. They took the money for the funerals and I guess they never got Dude, your story huh. of walking into a, ch- uh, yeah. a baby's funeral. Yeah. Closed casket. Dude, this is phantasm. <laughs> that baby could have been in the fucking attic. Man. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. Oh, this reminds me, I mean, okay, you know, my imagination, whatever. Right. I can't even say it. 2009, no. that's... 2009, yeah. That's almost 10 years old. Yeah. What are they doing? Well, apparently, uh, like, uh, this funeral home, they, they, they issued fraudulent death certificates, and uh, they build Medicaid for the hospital. They build Medicaid in hospitals for all these funerals or whatever, but they have never received the final legal authority that was necessary to, to conduct the final disposition of remains. So they just kept them. What? Yeah, they, I guess whatever documentation they need to be able to legally bury somebody, they just never got it or whatever, so they kind of had to hold on to them. A paperwork error uh, caused... That's that's what the Perry... How funeral, many? 60? Uh, 63. 63 infants to go upstairs. Yeah. Because the paperwork didn't come through. That's, that's, their, that's what they're saying. They, did, they never got approval from the state to do the final disposition of remains. So they just kept these bodies in unrefrigerated boxes... For years. Uh, so Perry, the Perry Funeral Home, the one that was still open, they just had their funeral home uh, license revoked. It's shuttered. They're waiting criminal investigation, and no one's been arrested yet. But where are the families of these infants to claim these bodies? Uh, well, Do I mean, they just... They, they have to figure out who's who. These things, these things, these babies are... They've been decaying for years. Holy shit. Yeah. So we went from 11 to 63 in a matter of days. Okay, so I sent you this story thinking this is pretty weird. Yeah. I didn't necessarily think it was bad because, I mean, it's bad. It's bad, obviously. But the circumstances surrounding it were more interesting to me. Like, what could possibly be the cause of this? Like, there's no fucking black market for, you know, these babies aren't like ivory tusks, you know? Like, (laughs) there's no... You know, to my knowledge, I mean, yeah, I mean th- there's who knows. You know, the dark web is dark for reason, but yeah. I, I mean, I don't. <laughs> there's a supply and demand that would be a motive for someone to do something like this, right? I could not figure out what the motive would be, and now so, it's just incompetence. Yeah, it's just it's just, <laughs> it's, it's it's a clerical error that's apparently so. Happened. Some lady that is just checking off boxes and yeah. sending emails. Isn't doing your job apparently, <laughs> or some funeral director that just doesn't want to spend the space. Yeah, these so. babies have to be identified. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to know whether or not sixty-three know. families are missing their babies. Yeah. Well, I mean, they. I guess they had funerals for them. I mean, I. I, I mean, I, I guess they buried a box, you know, or something. I don't know. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That that makes my brain spin. So, like, so now they've got to go and figure out who each of these kids belongs to, and then tell those families. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I have your baby that's supposed to be in the ground. We had a mix-up with some paperwork. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yep. This is going to be really bad. Yeah, this is going to be pretty gnarly to watch happen. So, yeah. Fuck. There we go. All right. Thanks, Brennan. Yeah. <laughs> man, you... <laughs> I give you one thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it worse. Oh, my God. Yep. There has to be a connection. 
between these two places. Yeah, the, the, the two, the you two. don't just stick babies in the attic randomly. Like if you look up, if you Google baby storage, does it say box in the attic <laughs> as the answer? I, like I don't know. I mean, you don't. I mean, I guess they were technically. I mean, if they if they didn't if they prepared them for a funeral service, I guess that maybe they were embalmed. I don't know. We don't want this thing. What do we do with it? Yeah. What do you do with things you don't want or you don't want to throw away but you want to keep? You put them in the attic. No, I I don't see two separate places coming up with that on their own. There has to be yeah. a guide. I mean, it's, it's, a funeral home director's guide to disposal of bodies. There has to be like an appendix, you know, that mm-hmm. says like if you have an infant, yeah, uh, that isn't released by the state, put in a box in the attic. Well, they're trying to say that he the. Uh... The, uh, the director, Gary Deke, of the Perry Funeral Home, like, he didn't file death certificates. Huh. And, like, I guess uh, he held them, like, improperly for way too long. And then, like, it was, like... I mean, this this is punishable for, like, 10 years... With, but punishable by ten, uh, 10 years in prison for one case. Man, I'm just, like... This is making my head spin. Yeah. There are so many ramifications for this. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes me wonder, is it is it the clerical error that caused this? Or is there another reason that they're doing this? Or, you know, maybe he really didn't file the death certificate. There Why has, wouldn't he file there, the death certificate? There has to be more to the story. Yeah. We got to talk to these people. Can you get a phone number? I don't know. Maybe. Let's, try. Skype, let's Skype this funeral director. Or somebody that worked there. Hey, Gary, what's we'll the deal? We'll look it up. What's up? What's, what's Facebook good for anyway? <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, good murder and mayhem. Yeah. Thanks. What's up? We're going to do some friend questions now? Yeah, let's do some friend (laughs) questions. Okay. Um, uh, Mars.png asks, when are y'all coming to San Antonio? When are we coming to San Antonio? I don't know. This is the first time we've been invited. We've never been invited to San Antonio. Last time we were in San Antonio was for... We got got, uh, rode out on a rail. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that we're welcome back in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. we got to check our check our uh, obligations. Yeah. Check with our parole officers. Um, I'm all for going to San Antonio. Yeah. Set it you, up. Uh, we'll you set up. it up, Mars, and we'll be there. We will be there. So no date. No no definite date. Yeah, just, <laughs> it's yeah. it's open ended. It's up to yeah, you, Mars. It's up to you, man. Book a show. Uh, we'll show we just up. need you know minimum ten people to show yeah. up. Yeah, hundred bucks. Hundred bucks a seat. Yeah, ten uh, people in gas money. We'll show up. Yeah, we'll show up. Buy us a sandwich um devin stone says i'm starving uh devin that's not a question no but we appreciate the effort the, the minimal effort that's that's more than some people have done that's true yeah at least she's typing um let's see rob zip asks we've all had horrible exes what amazing thing has happened because of them that wouldn't have happened without them other than being them being horrible hmm. rob zip that's a Rob Zip question, isn't it? That's pretty heavy, man. I feel like I should have studied for that. Uh, hey, I've had it for a couple weeks, and yeah. I've thought about it actually zero times. Hmm. Um, you want to go first on this one? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't really keep in contact with any of my exes, and I don't, like, generally, like, when when we're done, we're done. You know, I, I just kind of cut you out and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm a clean break guy. I don't like. You don't want to be friends. Yeah, it's it's not always the the best thing. Uh, I don't know. There's there's maybe one or two that I still occasionally am like can have a friendly conversation with. Yeah, but you know beyond that. But I mean, as far as a good thing happening because of one of them, no, that's it's it's usually all bad. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was gonna say any bad experience is a uh, is a teaching moment, mm. and you will never do that again. <laughs> Or you will, because you're a repeat offender. But yeah. uh, I don't know, man. Uh, she who shall not be named put me through quite a bit of turmoil. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm better for that. Yeah. Not that I'm going to give her any credit. No, of course not. But uh, I give myself credit for uh, making it through. Yeah, you, you overcame it. Getting better. Yeah. You know, I, I think that maybe sometimes enduring a bad relationship can like make you re-examine some things about yourself that, you know, maybe you could work on. And, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I think that I've grown a lot as a person through that, you know, through like just the whole process of having to like 
date people and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. You know, you, you you might see some ugly things about yourself that maybe you don't like, and you change them. I, I think I've I've definitely done that. I think I've become a better person because you know I was actually conscious enough to realize, oh wait, yeah, I was kind of a dick there. Or, you know, I don't know. So yeah, I, I would say that that makes you more aware more aware of anything they were right about. Right. Yeah. We all we all have our weak spots that we don't see. Sometimes you just need somebody to point that out. So. Yep. And then tell them to kick rocks. Yep. Forever. Mm-hmm. So there you go, Rob Zip. Hope that was vague enough for you. <laughs> um, how about some tinfold tirade? All right. UFOs! Seeing things! Crazy unexplained shit! It's a tinfold tirade! Dude! What? Two dozen F-22s are missing. From cool. that uh, hurricane-battered Air Force base. Yeah. So, being an insider of the Air Force, I don't okay. know what the fuck to call you. Uh, you were in the Air Force. Uh, yes. How heavily reinforced are those uh, airplane hangars? Um, I mean, I, I can't speak for Tendall Air Force Base. I'm sure there probably there is some sort of contingency plan in place for that weather. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably more than likely what's happening is like they're being secretive about this stuff because you don't want to like air any uh you don't want your potential enemies to know what your capability is mm-hmm. you know yeah, that's a good point i think more than likely the reason that we don't know like the status of these aircraft is because we don't want you to know you know <laughs> that's a good point uh yeah my my immediate reaction was uh they don't want to let you know that they screwed up somehow well, yeah, I'm sure that's there's a little bit of that going on as well. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sure that there were probably contingency plans that they could have taken, but I think they also knew that a hurricane was coming and they probably moved them. Well, they, I think they did, but that still says, I mean, they're they're missing, right? So where did they? Do they know where they moved them? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just well, kind of weird. It's pretty hard to lose an airplane. Yeah, it really is. Much less twenty two. Yeah, twenty two of them that you know are very very expensive. I, yeah. I think more than likely this is just a case of, you know, I'm not telling you. I thought they'd be more expensive because, uh, what is it, 24 of them that went missing? Mm. And it was only like $1.3 billion? Yeah. That's uh, it's about a $50 million airplane. Yeah. But in the 80s, an F-14 cost $100 million. Yeah. Just saying. We're getting better all the time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Saving the American taxpayer. Yeah. Uh, no. No, no, they're that's, not. That's not happening. No. Not in the Air Force. <laughs> nope. Oh, my God. The exact rampant fraud, waste, and abuse. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, do you think we'll ever find out? I mean, I think people will stop caring, and I think that InfoWars will move on to whatever else they want to yell about. And, you know, (laughs) damn it, Brennan, why you got to reveal my source for this story? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, the pictures of that Air Force base, or you know, the worst pictures look pretty bad. Yeah, Tyndall took a beating, man. They're not a functioning base right now, like a lot of people had to go elsewhere. Like I, think, so, I think a lot of people are in uh, Biloxi right now. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird that we hold uh, our military bases such to such to a high standard that they can withstand anything, yeah. which isn't the case because this one didn't. Right. You you would think that they would have been a little bit better about you know I don't know preparing for climate issues like mm-hmm. that. I mean I don't know. You would think everything would be like double reinforced. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, I think of everything as a fortress. You know, but right. they're not. It's not. It's a. I mean, I went to your your yeah. base in Washington, and uh, it just seemed like a neighborhood, it, it, and uh, it's just a neighborhood with a flight stuff, line. You know, yeah, just normal stuff that operated as a an Air Force base. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty strange. Like living on a base, it's you know, it, it's it's like its own little microcosm community, and it's like the Vatican. Yeah, it's 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 completely functional. Like we the the, the base could be perfectly fine without anyone. You know, any outside intervention whatsoever for mm-hmm. a very long time. And know? they the the checkpoint to get in is weird. Yeah. Because there's rules that you have to follow to be inside the base. Mm. And uh they're different rules from being outside of the base. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. It's weird to me because I didn't sign up for it yeah. and just to observe everything. Yeah. It's kinda neat. But being in the military is like if you know, if communism really worked. <laughs> and you had an outside outside uh outside funding yeah yeah makes sense yeah you had to buy everything hey was everything in the base at that store made in america um i mean whenever they can get something made in america yes but you know i mean certain electronics and stuff like that you know they're just gonna buy sony or whatever it doesn't really 
But yeah, they, they they do they do push for you know made in America contracting if they can get it. I don't know why that's not done outside of military bases. <laughs> it yeah. seems like it would help the economy, but well, it's whatever. They thought that we were going over to this tech based economy, so we sold off all of our manufacturing. And now we just don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, what else we got? Shit. Um. Oh, I saw Making a Murderer season two. I haven't seen it yet. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone in Monotowoc or county or mm. whatever. Yeah. Whatever county that is, pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like from the first season, you saw the first season, right? I saw part of it, but I had to. I would like rage quit it. I was like, no. <laughs> oh man, like it's it. like so much. It's not. It's not. The people that were bad in season one are just a little bit worse than you thought they were in season two. Yeah. Because you have everybody, it's like you were talking about, writing a book, Mm -hmm. trying to cash in on the whole situation. Right. Uh, Even though they're not in it anymore, they've retired and moved on. Right. They're they're still trying to cash in. Uh, So it's also complicating the, the court situation because that whole, when, when season one came out, it became a media circus. Right. Because it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. People aren't used to re- watching that shit broken down into 10 episodes. Right. It's very detailed on one side of it. And this caused all of these supporters from all over the world, everywhere Netflix is, right, to show support for Stephen Avery and, uh, I forget the, uh, Brenda Dassey. Yeah. Um, so every time something is pushed forward in another court, all this media comes into play because it's polluted the entire situation. And, and it's also, since season two is being produced at the same time as all this is going on, it's also shining a spotlight on everyone doing what they're supposed to be doing. Wow. And it's just a really fascinating thing that isn't pointed out in the in the show but you think about it because all these district attorneys, uh, all these judges, everyone involved on the prosecutorial side uh, has to back up everything that they've done. Right. So they're not fucking budging. Mm-hmm. Like, you think something's going to happen to go one way, but they don't fucking, they're not, they don't give up. Yeah. And, and by the end of the season, you know, some things, ha- some things come to light because... Stephen Avery got a fantastic new lawyer. She's like all about the science. Yeah. Uh, and it's just really fascinating. Like I, I enjoyed it. I, I fuck, we accidentally watched season one, episode one yeah. because Netflix automatically rolled it over after season two. Yeah. And we're like, God damn these, you know, we thought they were replaying everything that had happened to him before. Right. To set up the end of, of the season. But mm-hmm they weren't it was just it repeated and we're like fuck i oh, forgot no. i forgot how bad yeah this county was for for being corrupt basically yeah. like they want to they want to railroad these people and uh there's really very little once you're convicted very little you can do like to undo that is is a very weak argument yeah uh and most most judges don't even want to give you the time of day Right. It's crazy, man. It makes me scared to death of getting involved in anything. I mean, I'll break the law, but I'm I'm scared of being caught. Right. Uh it's just so crazy, man. Mm-hmm. I, I hope you I mean you you didn't finish season one. Yeah, I need I need to finish that It's such it. a crazy story, man. Yeah. And and to know that this kind of shit goes on everywhere and there are innocent people in, in prison yeah. all all over the country. Yeah. Uh it really just is really terrifying. It just the, when I was watching it, it just made me mad the same way that like the West Memphis Three thing did. Whenever all that happened, yeah, yeah, like, that was like and like you know e- even though. But those, where was Netflix then? Well, HBO did you the know? documentary then. Yeah, but not as good though. <laughs> those are pretty good, man. But yeah, uh, like you know, e- like even though those guys are out of prison now, they still have a murder charge on their records. Like the way that they got out, it was like. They're still like legally in the like in the eyes of the state. They're convicted murderers. They got fucked like, big time. Yeah, and like they have they, no recourse no. to sue for nothing they can do being in prison wrongly. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking crazy, it's, man. It's crazy. And then it would not. I fucked myself so bad. Okay. After watching this, uh, we wrapped it up today, and uh, 
I had an hour to myself, so I decided to watch uh, how corrupt police departments are all across the oh, country no. on YouTube. And I watched this video that um, it was like all these news agencies sent undercover uh, people into police stations to ask for a This is all they did. They walk up to the, the counter where there's a cop, you mm. know, waiting at the desk. And he's like, yes, can I can I have a, uh, I need to file a complaint. Is there a form I can fill out? Mm. Right, right when they say that, the cop turns on them like they're a fucking criminal. Yeah. And threatens, they're like, what's your name? Where's your, what's your address? Yeah. Shit, you know, because I want to come intimidate you at your home. Right. You know? That's basically what they're doing. Yeah. And this is like case after case after case, different people, different states, different police stations. Wow. It's fucking insane. And it fucking breaks my heart. Yeah. But to even interact with a cop, mm. you're putting your life in your own, in, you know, in someone else's yeah. hands. This guy fucking unsnaps his gun. Yeah. Just from that fucking encounter. Wow. Like the guy didn't, these people are just normal people. Yeah. It's fucking scary, man. So what you're saying is that some police might not have the best interest of the public at heart. <laughs> um, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't speed, Brennan. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. What are you uh, going to do about the boys in blue? What are we going to do? You running out of steam, Brennan? <laughs> I'm, 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 I am fried, man. I'm sorry. All right, I'm, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, we can call it a night. It's, uh, it's only 7.17 p.m. I'm going to go call in sick. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, let's see. Thank you to LoneStarButtons.com. Do you have something to promote? Mm-hmm. Do you have a pet project? A zoo. Do you have, you know, a business you'd like to promote? Why, yes. Well, give uh, LoneStarButtons.com a visit, or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Uh, mention the show and get some shit thrown in for free. All right. Um, the special ordering code is I want to suck on your hairy tits, and uh, you know you'll you'll get the free stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can also send an email to info at lonestarbuttons.com. Um, yeah, it's all easy shit. Yeah. Uh, they actually create buttons in different sizes and shapes. They can make uh mirrors, uh bottle openers. All kinds of cool stuff. Just all kinds of shit, man. Yeah. Don't be a don't be a tired sleepyhead. Uh, <laughs> give them a call and get some stuff made that's uh pretty inexpensive and high quality. Um, also thank you to Mockingbird Network. Thank you. Always keeping our shit on their website. Yep. And uh, very cool network that has uh good shows on it. So go check them out. Um, what else we got? If you want to hit our social medias, uh, the show's Instagram is Revenge of the World. Um, what else we got? So we got at ROTW Podcast on Twitter. We never update. Twitter. Never, ever. Never on Don't Twitter. Don't even oh, try yeah. it. Got our if you go page. follow it, you yeah. know, every five years we might post something. Yeah. We should hold a contest. Hey, I think our anniversary is coming up. Is it? It might have passed already. Has it? I think so. Wow. I got to check on that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this is what happens when you take an eight month hiatus. Yeah. Uh, thing, you know, anniversaries don't count anymore. Nope. Uh, what else we got? Our website and revengeworld.com. And you can find all the other stuff there. Yep. Our personal accounts. Uh, Brennan, you're not so hip to that on Instagram, are you? You can follow my Instagram at the ghost of Brennan Birch, all one word. And you can follow me, Gabriel Dieter, at Gabriel Dieter on Instagram. Um, next week I want to talk Iran because some of that shit's heating up and I don't think, I don't think it's being paid a lot of attention. Yeah. And we didn't even get into Khashoggi stuff at all. We should follow that too because it's, it might be tied in. I think it ties in. I think it does. Uh, there's a lot of shit going on in the Middle East and, uh, we're going to cover it next week. Yeah. Apart from our bonus science episode, of course. That shit is scary. Mm-hmm. All right, dude. Um, got anything else? Nah. All I'm, right, everybody. I'm going to go home and eat some chicken. Gently go fuck someone. What we going to do about the man in blue? What we going to do? What we going to do about the man in blue? What we going to do? What we going to do about the man in blue?
Mom hit me up something I didn't say There was no reason, there was no rhyme They just fucked with me to waste some time It's a scary thing that could waste me The cops have the power and the gun don't see Simple as the books say in school You're just not cool if you don't follow their rules I would have understand if I committed a crime They could have locked me up or would have done my time Well I didn't do nothing the man had said So he jacked me up and he cracked my head We could bitch a night and we could complain But it ain't gonna stop till we break our chain Story and it ended just begun And we'll be back real soon for some more news fun